Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that whole situation. Your mom's a saint, though. I got this nice uh, Yeti mug. Hell yeah. Nice, unbo- nice unboxing video here. Um, nice brick red, because, you know, my new school is the Bobcats. Red Bobcats. Oh, is it really? Um, but, uh, so yeah, the, the story, I was working last night at the bar. Get out of here. And um, my brother texted me, and it's recurring guest, was like, uh, can you pick up a check? Completely forgot, obviously, to pick up that check, because um, I, I even talked with both of my bosses, and was like, hey, my brother needs his check. And they're like, yeah, yeah, it's just in my office. Like, just like right before you leave, like remind me. Did not remember. Nope. I was like f- fully ahead of being like, hey, I want my shift drink and I want to get out of here. Um, co- come to also tangent off this story. My, I, we've always been doing shift drinks, like even like last summer. C- come to find out, like the shift drink is like mandatory. Like our bosses want us to ha- have and make ourselves drinks at the end of the night when we're clocked out. For like camaraderie of like employees, like to like have us like stick together more. Basically, they wanted us to like be friendly, and they're in turn work well together. So they're always just like, "Yeah, have a drink, go for it." Which is like, I don't I don't know another company that that does that besides I don't know when uh, teachers go on our PDs or our we go to drink at a bar but uh going back to the other story my brother was like yeah just like pick it up i'm like yeah okay driving home text him at like you know i think it was like 10 30 when the bar closed and i was like just for completely forgot to pick up the check but like where are you and he was just like oh i'm at gillette right now and i'm like what what he was at the he was at the patch giants game which is fucking kicking the teeth yeah, I gotta basically, I gotta be more friends with Ditz's friends, because he goes to the Sox, he goes to the Celtics, he goes to the, the Pats, like, he goes everywhere with his, his, like, his friends just have tickets, like, whenever. Yeah, because he's friends with fucking, like, Anthony, uh, what's his face? Yeah. But I don't even think it's him, I think it's, like, well, Alright, so here's my theory, is that we were the last grade of Georgetown to be pre-rich kid Georgetown. Like, we were the last grade of Georgetown kids that weren't, like, snobby rich kids. Yeah. I do think there are some bummy kids in the grade below us. But, like, I I, I think of... Okay, so, I think but, of Matt, Fat Matt Lewis and Justin Titus, and but also like I think of like the popular kids in our grade, where like our friend group currently, which aren't like exclusively rich kids. Yeah, and then like the whole like Jeremy, Neil, Ethan, like they're not like like they're a couple of them are like kind of rich, like but like. I don't know if I'd call Rory like a rich kid. <laughs> yeah, he made himself rich rich by selling drugs. <laughs> Same with like EBB, like. <laughs> yeah, they're hard workers. They're blue collar. So like, but like, if you think about the gray below, it's like Nick D, Grace Ann, like Kyle uh, Nelson, like 
bombing. Fucking all of them. Like Yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, welcome uh to the uh, third revival episode of Drone Stone Podcast. Uh I promised all you four listeners uh that segments were coming back. And boy, howdy are they. Um, I got some good ideas that were firing on all cylinders last night. Dexton Skunky um, with what to do. So um, stay tuned for those at the end of the show. Um, But as me and Duncan were discussing um, right before we got on to record, uh, we're going to not wing this one, obviously, but got no real album albums that have have come out um we kind of covered last episode the young thug album that came out now from recording two weeks ago and then the brockhampton that came out that week um and then this this friday that we were recording at right now it's not really not too many big album releases um some singles some good stuff um and uh but yeah, we're going to get into just kind of some music news with what's been going on. We're bringing that back. Uh, we'll get into uh, some of those drops. Um, one album in particular, uh, I'll kind of take lead on that is personal to me and is a little dive away from hip hop. Um, Remo Drive, one of my um, alternative little punk bands that I listen to from, I believe they're from Minnesota. Oh, um, hell yeah. Dro- don't you know? Yeah, dropped dropped an album uh, not that long ago that I completely missed, but um, talk a little bit about that, um, and then segments, and then Duncan's got to go to work very soon, so we'll keep it short and sweet. So, Duncan, if you want to get in a little bit about music news, which you're your ear to the ground, or actually, no, uh, talk about your little trip that you had. You're on a, you've been on a couple excursions. Uh, yeah. So I went to, we went to Memphis. It was like everyone, when I'm like, yeah, we went to Memphis like last week. Everyone's like, why the fuck did you do that? But it was. Everyone from Nashville is saying, why the fuck did you go to Memphis? <laughs> Literally, like, I saw like so many people, like, because like I had, there's a lot of regulars at Starbucks that I'm like friendly with. So I'll be like, oh yeah, like I went to Nashville last week or, or I went like... to Memphis last week. Like, Some business the- suit guys that are like <laughs> keeping up, that come like, in and get their like, venti the black coffee. For? <laughs> and I was like, but really, like the the answer is that like neither Gray nor I are from the South, so like I don't know in terms of like what we've done in the South as far as exploration. Like her parents live like in South Carolina, but the suburbs of Charlotte, North Carolina. So, like, they live sort of in that area. And that's, like, basically right outside of Tennessee. Like Yeah, that's, like, that's that's like East Coast. So, you still get a little, you know, it's a founder state, one of the 13 colonies. So, it's got kind of, like, a his, I don't know, it's got a different mentality. Like, I went down to Carolina to play, like, a game for, in when I was in Pennsylvania, uh, North Carolina. And uh, I was, like, this is just fucking pennsylvania but people say y'all a little bit more yeah and then so we've been there we've done that and then gray's sister and her wife live in chattanooga which is about two hours east of us and like it's sort of on the southern border so it's like on the border of georgia so we've done that a bunch and then Mm. 
we accidentally stayed the night in Atlanta because <laughs> Delta Airlines. So that's what we've done as far as like Southern exploration. So the moral of the story is we really just sort of want to check some boxes. Like if we have like a couple of days off and we can go spend a night, like buy like book like a sixty dollar Airbnb and go spend a night somewhere, like that's like kind of fun and cool. You, you at the very top of your southern travels list should be like Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> it should be it should be racist right wing country. Yeah. Like that's where you need to go next. Well And I'm wear your to, Elizabeth Warren shirt. I wanna like visit because like we have some friends from like fucking backwoods. Like we have some friends from like butt fuck like Alabama and Georgia and shit. And like I kinda like wanna go visit. Like I wanna yeah. be like I wanna see where you fucking grew up. Like Like what's what 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 do you do out in Alabama? Rocks. <laughs> like like any hobbies? Got dirt, rocks. We got Just dogs. anything you, anything, That's about anything it. you could think of. We got rocks. You can do it. But so yeah, we went to Memphis. Um I didn't the realize... basic I would say Memphis is like uh the precessor, if that's a word, not predecessor, but pre the precursor rather to Nashville. I feel like Memphis used to be this enormous music town and then it kind of shifted to Nashville. So my thinking on that is somewhat similar, but I think Memphis was like the the like little brother of Nashville is like yeah. kind of how I see it. Cause I think Memphis was made more like blues and like kind of like, not like dirty, but it was a little more like rough and tumble and like, it wasn't as like polished. And then Nashville was like yeah. the polished country music. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, when I think of Na- uh, Memphis, I do think like, you'll talk a little bit about BB King and then Elvis. Elvis yeah. is, me- is Memphis. Yeah. But that's fifties country music. And, as it's got, got more commercialized, it's probably moved up to, to Nashville to be, yeah, like we said, polished. But um, one thing that sort of – it's so Memphis is on the Mississippi River, which I didn't really know. I don't, I don't know. That wasn't something I computed in my brain. It's also – a geography teacher, so. If you go across the Mississippi River from Memphis, you end up in Arkansas. Do you want to know how I found that out? Because you found yourself in Arkansas? We accidentally went to Arkansas, and we discovered this because we were on those little fucking motorized scooters, and we were driving over a bridge, and all of a sudden, they stopped working. And they were like, beep, out of range. Beep, out of range. And I was like, oh, what the shit. fuck is going on? And some guy walks by, and he goes, they stopped because you crossed state lines. And I was like, why? I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's just a it's a bunch of guys in cowboy hats with like uh, like semi rifle not even like like Winchester rifles yeah. and fucking red dad they're like they're like you better turn around boy you're in our Kansas country so yeah we actually went to Arkansas so we hit two oh, birds hello Mowgli Mowgli no um, for those yeah. for those listening Mowgli literally took up the whole camera. Yeah, no, he he was uh he was uh, he was in there. Um, so yeah, we went to Arkansas, but then we also they just have like it's called the Bass Pro Shops at the Pyramid. Yeah, the Pyramid. Yeah, dude. So the Pyramid used to be the Memphis Grizzlies' home court, and then they moved to the FedEx Center, 
or the yeah. FedEx arena. And then they just left this pyramid. Like it was just there. Like no, nothing and was the, happening to it. And maybe one of the greatest chains retail stores moved in. Yeah, exactly. But like, why, why didn't they just stay there? Like, because that it's that, like it's super fucking cool. How like yeah exactly like d- who cares about location or travel anything? Your professional basketball team plays in a pyramid. Just a how, what other pyramid? What other professional sports team can say? Oh, we play in a fucking pyramid. Yeah, a glass pyramid. And but I I don't know we went. It's cool. Um, it's the world's tallest freestanding elevator in the in the country or the world i think it's the world but like freestanding in that it's like not like specifically like in a building i think like it's just in the middle of the pyramid and it takes you to the top of the pyramid wow did you go to the top of the pyramid yeah you have to pay 10 bucks each it's a fucking scam fuck that but we went up there actually that does make sense because when I went to the Empire State Building, uh, it there's multiple elevators. So you'll go from one from ground floor up to like the tenth floor, and then you have to walk up a flight of stairs to go to another elevator that is not attached to the first, and then go up like forty floors, and yeah. then you got to go to like a smaller one. So I guess like, actually, I was gonna say no, like New York has a, but I guess that's like structurally engineering wise like I, that's why. I think they just honestly got a world record on a technicality i think that's what happened yeah <laughs> but <laughs> I, I respect the move i respect the hustle um that's badass and then we went uh we got some like new orleans style food we got like po boys i don't know there was like a random it felt very new orleansy as far as the weather and like the mississippi and everything pretty humid um, yeah but then we went to they have like a like a fake broadway it's called beale street and it's like they have like all like the rooftop bars and shit but it was like oh, okay. a monday night so nothing was happening and exactly. we ended up going i forget what the actual name of the place was but it was like bb king something blues club or something like that i don't know it was BB King's barbecue and foot massage. <laughs> but yeah, there was like a live band, and uh, we nice. got a couple. We actually got a couple of drinks, and then we got wings. Um, any any cocktails like named after BB King? I don't remember. Like the Open Highway, it was called, or like no, Clapton I don't. I don't think so. Um. Yeah, and then there's like a Gibson factory that we were driving by. That's badass. And then um, on Tuesday, we went to the zoo. They have a nice zoo. All the animals were like, we hate being in Memphis. (laughs) They're like, it's fucking fucking hot. (laughs) Just like everyone told you in Nashville, we hate it here. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then we we went and got some barbecue. All the animals are like, we wish we were in Nashville. Yeah. Um, I've always heard that like Memphis is like the rib capital of the world, though. Didn't really live up to the hype. Wasn't all that no. impressed. They're like soft, and their dry rubs was very good, but like their actual ribs 
like were not the best ribs I've ever had. But good barbecue is good barbecue, and it was good barbecue. So, <coughs> hate to hear it. Me and Salt went to Rusty Can not that uh, earlier in the week. And Dude, that place is fucking good. I went into a food coma. Yeah. Um, what an adventure you had. Uh, will you ever go back to Memphis? Um, maybe a strong maybe. Just for the pyramid, and that elevator. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I could like, if we had a reason to go back, maybe. But like, I kind of feel like it was one of those places where we were like checked off the list. Yeah, exactly. Next stop, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, for real. So, uh, so to jump into a little bit of music news, I guess we'll talk a little bit about some drops, um, some singles rather. Post Malone just today dropped, or probably last night, dropped Circles. Um, I gave it a quick listen. Uh, this is probably going to go on his third studio album. And the other ones that come out were Goodbyes with Young Thug, which we haven't talked about. But Goodbyes by Post is really good. I can't stop listening to it. Yeah. I don't even think I've it's, listened to it in the first place. It's it's really good. It's pretty. It's like pretty mellow, and it's typical Post Malone where he's like, Talking about sad shit, but he makes it sound good. And then uh, the one before it was Wow Remix. Um, both I have on a playlist. I don't know if I put Circles on a playlist, but uh, Wow was all right. Circles is, I would say, Goodbyes out of the three singles he has. Goodbyes is probably the best. Circles probably could be could be second. Uh, I got to give it another listen. It just seems like, yeah, like a little, it's pretty mellow. I feel like this is kind of where... Um, I hope this isn't what the whole album is, kind of like a melodramatic drama type of deal where, like, Post is in his feels. He does yeah. well with that type of stuff because he can croon and have, like, his, you know, y- yodeling type of falsetto. Yeah, yodeling, for sure. Voice. Um, but I'm hoping whatever album he, he drops next, which I would hope probably by the end of, the, you know, before the year is out, I think he'll drop his third third album. Um but I'm I'm hoping we get some like bangers on there, like a, a White Iverson or or whatever what what you call it, just like a, a an upbeat feel good song. I don't song. Even know that uh, I consider White Iverson to be a banger anymore, dude. That's so fucking over. Uh, it, it is, but I I enjoy it still. Um, I'm trying to think, like Psycho and Rockstar, um, and like. Same bitches off beer bongs and Bentleys were like bangers. Just like I'm more on the side of like they're upbeat and like they feel good um, when you're listening to them. Um, then uh, what else we got? Um, you want to talk about ASAP and uh, the Bushka Boy? I haven't Babushka listened to Boy. it. I haven't really listened to it either, but I did, we haven't touched on the whole ASAP subject whatsoever. Yeah. Um, well, you want to get in? You want to like tease it? You want to get into it about everything that's been going on with ASAP? We just like I don't know what's going on with ASAP. I think it's really the the moral of the story. Like, is he? I heard he got sentenced. Yeah, but I heard Trump was like, "We're bringing him home," and like the black community rejoice. I saved ASAP Rocky from Swedish prison. That's what. That's how Trump. But. So he got him out, but then I thought he, like, 
I thought he got him out before the trial, and then I thought the trial was like, oh yeah, we're sentencing him to like four to six in Swedish prison. So I don't know what's going on with that shit. Yeah, this whole the whole thing like the news story kind of passed me. Like, what did he even do? He violence or that whole thing? Yeah, it was like uh, his like crew. There were like a couple guys like fucking with his crew while they're in Sweden, and so they ended up like beating the shit out of him because, uh, well, there's more to the story. So it like wasn't just like they were fucking with his crew, so they beat the shit out of him. It was like they were fucking with his crew, fucking with his crew, and then these girls came up and were like, yeah, they were like kind of like sexually assaulting us, like they were slapping our ass and like being rude uh. to us. And so then yeah, ASAP's crew was like, yo, fuck this shit, and, like, just beat the fucking shit out of him. But from, like, I don't know. It was very Great. weird because unless there was, like, security cam footage that I didn't see, it didn't really look like yeah. ASAP had any involvement in it. Yeah. Now it's an, now it's an interna- <clears throat> it's basically now at an international affair, you know, level where the diplomacy needs to come in. But, yeah. Yeah. I, like... There's there's probably a lot of things that we haven't seen be, just because it's you know across the pond. It's, it's, it's like yeah, a and uh, it's also thing. like a sensitive thing. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't really know what Trump did. Um, and then all of a sudden, ASAP was like, "Yo, what's up? Like I'm out." But then all of a sudden, I had heard that he had gotten sentenced to four to six. But also, like, is Swedish prison? really prison is is it that bad are they you know giving him some meatballs and like, uh, what if they just give asap like, a recording studio and that like, he can release music from swedish prison like that sounds pretty dope that would be badass that would be gucci to a whole nother level like, like it's like asap rocky's prison tapes <laughs> And it's like him, like in his cell. It's the album covers him in his cell, and he's literally like lap of luxury, yeah. like just completely unfazed. Like he's just like, I kind of like it here. No, but maybe like, that's like Babushka boy. He's the Babushka boy. And he's just like, oh, Whoa. true. Well, Babushka is a, a Russian term for like yeah, a grandmother, dude, like of endearment. But dude, it's the same thing. Let's be honest. They're no, you got to nah, you got to go over a country into Finland. I know this shit. You got to go over a country into Finland and then you get a little bit of Russian feel okay. in Finland. Okay. But uh I'll give a I'll give a listen probably when we're done recording uh to yeah. the Bushka boy. Yeah. Um Lana Del Rey released Norman fucking Rockwell haven't give a single fuck about that one. Um there's no features. I I was expecting her to have like maybe like The Weeknd or anyone Something. on that there, there's probably going to be like a remix or two um off of like some sort of like mc or dj to be like oh like i remixed like this song off of that because yeah. that's that happens kind of like with all of her albums she releases one with like really good lyrics and then it's easy to to make some sort of yeah. remix with it um benny blanco uh-huh. uh who i have no idea who it is but um juice world was on the track with him graduation with juice world um i haven't listened to it but juice world's I like Juice World. Um, he's been with ASAP, hasn't he? Been on a couple tracks with ASAP. Juice World? I don't know. I always thought he rolled with more like the Future Crowd. Yeah, I could be mistaken. Oh, uh, you know, you are right. Um, I'll well, probably give a listen to that. The, didn't that first album was like a? Wasn't it with ASAP? 
That's what I thought. Yeah, Future and but, Juice uh, World present World on Drugs. That's right. That's right. Um, all my all my kids um, last year were loving Juice World. It was a boogie with a hoodie and Juice World, and that's all they listened yeah. to while I was trying to teach them. So um, <laughs> thanks, thanks Juice World. Um, you want to get into a little bit about Sir uh, and his album Chasing Summers? Yeah. Or so- I don't even know. I don't know a whole bunch about him, but uh, he came onto my radar as, like, um, his first ever single was with Kendrick, so obviously that, like, piques your interest, yeah. and then... Um, first first, uh, first song on his album is uh, Hair that, Down, featuring Kendrick. Yeah, that was the um, single, um, and so, I don't know, like, I didn't really know a whole lot, but I heard that he was part of the TDE crew, and that Kendrick sort of, like, found him. And was he uh, is he new to TDE or is he kind of been like around and he's just been like a producer? No, he's like new to TDE. Like this is I gotcha. think his first studio album period and I don't know that he's released really anything else. Yeah. Um they also got a uh, Smino from last episode that was on Young Thug is making a, a return on this album. Um Lil Wayne is with Lucy's Love. Um and then the only other notable one I would say is Zakari, um, Mood featuring Zakari. Um, I only know Zakari because I've listened to uh, off of two albums ago, Kendrick's uh, The Humble album, where he has love with Zakari, and Zakari's got a beautiful, I gotcha. beautiful voice. Beautiful voice. I was um, like, I know that name, but I don't know where I know it from. Zakari's my claim to fame with him, like that I know him from, is with, with uh, Kendrick. Yeah. Um, Big Sean, ASAP Bergen, Hit Boy release, Zerk. Um, haven't given a listen to it, but it's probably going to be decent with Big Sean and Ferg. Uh, Pusha T and Lauren Hill coming home. I saw home. that. Actually, I Tony definitely uh, got a skipper sent that to me the other day. Ooh, but, yeah, this is definitely got to listen to. Uh, didn't love it. I'll be honest. You didn't. You didn't like it. No. no. Is it how? Is it kind of mellow or is it like upbeat? No, or? it's like upbeat, but it sounds one of those like you know how Push every once in a while has like a uh kind of like throwaway track. Mm-hmm. And then like it sounds like Kanye produced it, but it was also a Kanye throwaway track where it's just sort of like a lazy yeah. sample. Yeah. So I, gotcha. I wasn't overly impressed. Yeah. Um, let's see. Nothing really else on this Friday. Um, Charlie XCX, uh, featuring Haim, released a single, Warm. Um, I might give that a listen, because uh, I like some of Haim's stuff. H-A-I-M, those three sisters. The bass player for Haim is absolutely, uh, meme-worthy. She, like, plays bass and, like, has a, opens her mouth up and just... She's got total bass face all the time. Hell yeah. That's funny. Um, you got any others that you can think of? Any uh, new releases or anything to touch on for news? I don't have a whole lot. No, there hasn't been a whole lot going on. I feel like it was a slow mm. week. Yeah. Oh, no, we can do. Before we get into the, the album I would like to get into, my um, Remo Drive, we can touch a little bit on uh, Taylor Swift's Lover album. Have you, did you listen to any of it? Absolutely not. I uh, did. Um, I was about to say unfortunately, but um, it's not. I didn't listen to all of it, 
Um, I'm gonna channel channel my girlfriend right now. Um, she's big on Taylor Swift right now. Um, this album was everyone thought like okay she's coming with an album and she released that song uh lover which everyone's been playing like a million times over many people were thinking um it was going to be basically like she had a secret engagement and wedding yes away from the public eye and that the music video for lover was going to be her wedding like film and pictures and just the, the 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 capturing of her wedding the music video came out and boy was jackson's girlfriend upset when it wasn't that uh, but lover is a good song i want to say it sounds it's sort of like if you listen to this album i feel like you would be like oh it's a throwback to like old taylor if old taylor wasn't a country artist and she was just like pop okay because there's, there's not too much like country in this. You got the Dixie Chicks featured on one song, but it's very much like kind of down to earth, not super um, overproduced or commercialized or anything. It's kind of it's very uh, kind of grassroots. I would say, not grassroots, but very down to earth from what she used to have, or like the last two albums where she was like all like all over the place and just very, you know, like. I, Overly produced and like commercialized. There's also me featuring um, Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco on there, which is like a throwaway. Like it's a single, but it was a throwaway. But I do think from again channeling my girlfriend, uh, Lover, Cruel Summer, The Archer, um, London Boy, and then soon uh, you'll get better featuring the Disney, uh, Dixie Chicks. That's I think those are the, the better songs on the album. Um, again, not my words, my girlfriend's. I need a crossover but, uh, between her and ASAP on London and Babushka Boy. Yeah. Well, I need, the, a, uh, I young need thug, a, a London Babushka Boy. Didn't Young Thug, uh, the, uh, So Much Fun, wasn't that, didn't have that have, like, the London on it with... Oh, yeah! Rocky? Yeah. Yeah, true. That's what we really need. So we can mix that all together. I'll get into actually another thing during segments about like the combining of very similar songs based off of their titles. Yeah. Um, I'll quick. I'll quickly get into uh, Remo Drive really quick. So I found these guys, uh, Remo Drive, when I was diving deep into like YouTube, uh, like I don't want to say this, like YouTube bands like i just like audio tree if you're ever looking for like new like rock or like alternative bands definitely like look up audio tree live and whatever band is playing and they have like usually like a 30 minute set of like maybe four or five songs and uh, i found remote drive on there they're uh, a three-piece they're like pretty some of them are very punk and hardcore and very like diy like garage band stuff um their first album called Grit. I love how their first album is just called Greatest Hits, and it's their first fucking studio album. That is a power move. Yeah, probably their best song uh, that they have is "You're Killing Me." Very upbeat, just fast. Their music video is literally them holding their instruments, running down a street somewhere in Minnesota, uh, just like booking it. Help um, yeah. And it's, re- it's really good. You also got off that that first album, Art School, Crash Test Rating, uh, Eat Shit. Uh, my favorite of all time is um, I'm My Own Doctor. 
uh, which talks about like it's basically just a song that the leads I don't even know the names, but the lead singer is literally just talking about, hey, I'm sick, I can take care of myself. I'm just gonna pop Pepto Bismol and antacids and take Tylenol and like I can do it myself. There's no no deeper meaning behind it. It's just like, hey, like I can take it. like when I'm sick, I do my I do my own thing. I don't go to the doctor. I mean, yeah, isn't that like yeah. a whole? That's a mood. Yeah, I don't. And I then don't. like name name brand too is a pretty good one off that greatest hits. That's basically like <laughs> I hate all the people in my high school that would wear like Gucci and name brand stuff like. Just like Same. I wear Hanes white tees. Um, so this this uh, their second album uh, to release this year is Natural Everyday Degradation. Um, I was listening to it before we started recording. There's some good songs in there. Um, Separate Beds. I feel like they're... They've, Wait, they're, can we rewind? Yeah. Is it degradation yeah. or degradation? The sheer fucking degradation. Uh, hormone, must, hormone monster. It is degradation. Na- I'm sorry. I apologize. Natural everyday degradation, not degradation. Anyway. <laughs> I um, heard that. that and I was like, I don't. That's on me. I don't that's think that's me. a word. Being yeah. honest. Um, but uh, from very like uh, rudimentary and simple lyrics, I think from their first album, uh, to maybe they're 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 speaking more metaphors and you know painting a picture more. Um, I listened to about half the tracks on this, and they're pretty good. A little bit dumb, uh, toned down what they were before. They were very in-your-face and loud noises and simple, simple, fun lyrics that they're to shout at you. Um, I would say "Separate Beds" off this one seems to be like very like meaningful. Or talks about simple lyrics again, but there's a meaning behind it where they're like. We have, we have separate bedrooms, separate beds, separate bathrooms, but we live in the same foundation. Like probably whoever they're going through, like talking about divorce or a breakup, but they're still living together. Um, kind of like some some meaningful things. Two bucks uh, is pretty good on it. Um, Ezra and Marla is kind of like, I guess, like a little love song. I think the lead singer's name is actually Ezra, so that may be... Um, a little bit of peek behind the curtain of, of their lives. But um, I, uh, I I don't want to give a complete full review, but I would say this is kind of one of those bands that not many people know about. Uh, I'll go give them a listen if you're into that like punk garage band DIY stuff. And they're um, pretty funny to, to, to watch live. Like they're all over the place. Or they're playing like a live show or on that audio tree, like screaming, yelling. Simple, like, plug-in, turn-it-up guitars. Uh, I do remember that uh, they were a three-piece, and then news came out that they turned into a two-piece because their drummer uh, decided to go to, like, art school. Like, legitimately, like, they have an, a track about art school and how they hate it. And then I think their, like, drummer was like, I'm going to go into graphic design because we're not making enough money. <laughs> and they are like, fuck you. Uh, yeah, but they may have them back for this album. Like I don't know, they the the band sounds pretty full. They may have a studio band, but um, I know for a fact that the bass player and the lead singer, who also plays guitar, is probably still on it. Um, definitely give them a, uh, give that a listen. I'm gonna continue going through it and everything. Um, yeah, I would say as of right now, a separate bed seems to be the one that that caught my eye, um, both like musically and lyrically. Um. 
Yeah, uh, I got nothing else. I can't even. I can't even think of anything on the horizon, um, for like music and like new new drops coming. Um, yeah, I feel like the end of the summer, everything really slows down. Yeah, I mean, you get those those songs of the summer that that kind of bop. Um, Everyone tries to hit those early summer release dates so that they can yeah. ride the summer wave, and then I feel like once we hit like August. Like, we'll maybe get, like, one or two albums, but that's going to be about <clears throat> about it. And everyone's, like, prepping yeah. for, like, October, like, late September, October drops. Everyone just yeah. wants to give you birthday presents, bud. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's um, I'm hoping for some good stuff. I'm actually, I'm looking through um, <coughs> releases that are kind of come out. Um, so at least we can just talk about that. September 6th. Um, Iggy Pop is supposed to drop an album. Okay. Um, September 13th, Charlie XCX is supposed to drop one, probably with that Haim song on it. Goo Goo Dolls, hell yeah. Uh, the Lumineers. Fucking <clears throat> Lumineers. So, uh, September 20th, three days before the B-Day. Blink-182, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Fits in the Tantrums. Liam Gallagher's Why Me, Why Not. That's a big anticipated album. Liam Gallagher from Oasis fame. Um, let's see. I'm not seeing too much. Um, again, this is Billboard, so like, what the fuck do they know? Um, yeah, there's not much for the rest of the year. This is weird. I think, um, I think they just... I think shit doesn't get announced. Like, I think in the day and age of social media, you either announce yeah. that shit on your own social media page or you don't announce it at all. Exactly, yeah. Like, how fucking... Um, um, even... Shoot, what's his face? Cousin Stiz. Like, I don't know. Did you really know about that until he dropped the single? Yeah, uh, no. We talked about that on the episode. It was just very yeah. much like... Like, hey, album's coming out in two days. And yeah. It's just like, oh shit. You gotta get around to it. Also, so I have a, just a general life question. Um, so we got this, uh, somebody's Amazon packages got delivered here. We're not really yeah. sure how. Um, and we're not really This is sure. actually, this is a, keep going, but this is a good segue. We're not really sure who it is. Um, his name is, actually I'm not going to say it, but. Um, yep, good. His address. Like, it's addressed to our address. And we're talking, like, a couple months we've just had these. Like, has the, like, statute of limitations passed yet where we can just open his Amazon packages? Or How long have you had the first one? Like, a solid couple of months. I need, like, numbers. Two, three. Oh, is there a date on it? Yeah, there could be a date on it. This is a great segue into uh, our segments with uh, questions I need answered. Because hmm. uh, I definitely have. Okay, so the date on this is March 29th, 2019. So like March? Yeah, like we're getting up to like you, six months. You can open that right now. Open it. <laughs> Dude, you, it's that's six months. You can open it. <laughs> so do it right now. Do it. Do it live. Six 
Fuck it. I'll do it a cappella. Let's do it live. No, only because Gray is also very invested in these Amazon packages, and I don't want to ruin the experience of her also. <sighs> Mowgli, get out of here. Mowgli! Fuck, oh, yeah. dude. That would be such great entertainment if you can just open that package. Well, so is it maybe, small? Is it big? Uh, they're ones like a, like a manila envelope, like about Ooh. yay big, but then it's like vertically kind of big, so I don't know what could be in there. If you feel it, is there like an item in it or is it papers? Uh, it's definitely an item. It's definitely an item Ooh. for sure. And then there's another one that is like, you know, the like the Amazon Prime like yeah sort of like wish list stuff no but the big envelope thing like the yeah. blue one with the blue logo like the white one with the blue logo yeah it's one of those and that one so the this one feels like you know like the size of like a box that a watch comes in yeah it's roughly that size and there is something the rather weighty inside the box. The size of a box that a watch comes in. <laughs> so maybe that it's was a great description. And then the other yeah. one is like roughly the size of a book, except it's a perfect square, not a rectangle. Mm. And that one's a little heftier, but there's no movement inside the box. Damn. Damn, so, yeah. dude. I wish you could open that up. So yeah, well, I'll this, report back. This, Maybe I'll like this. Yeah, this would be a great like on this. This will be like a nice ongoing shtick. Is yeah, have like let's let's see let's guess what's in the boxes, dude. I think like I think you should be allowed to open other people's mail if it gets delivered to your address. Oh, I do that. I do that all the fucking time because we have so many former tenants who still get mail delivered here. Just like so, you are you? I'm talking like tens of people that we just are you mail. under the are you under the impression that basically these packages are being sent to someone who used to live in your apartment i don't know because we've never seen the name before like usually it's like names we've seen before so like maybe but this was, one maybe it was a situation where he changed his mailing address and then forgot about it and accidentally sent himself amazon packages to an old amazon address but fuck dude i wish you could open those yeah Cool. Talk with talk with the missus, and then next time we record, you're opening that on okay. live air. Okay. Or at the very least, I'll report back as like what it was. Yeah. Um. So the that life question with the packages leads us right into uh, questions. Um. We we need answered. Um. This is a a, a reoccurring segment that we uh we had before the uh the a coma we both went into. Um. And my uh, my question that I need answered from from the audience and not not Duncan um, is how uh, working at a bar we have like the the gun and so like uh, the gun not like a bang bang but like a squirt squirt that I put into uh, all the all the drinks and like yes I know how it works but like I don't really know how it works. Because I've been at multiple bars, and the gun is in different locations, <laughs> and then the there's juice or syrup that you put to then put into the gun or into the, the mainframe that squirts it into it, but 
I'm in my brain. I'm like, okay, there's the gun, and then there's the juice. But how does it make a like? There's no bubbles in the Coke syrup. Yeah. How does it work? I think so. Like there's there's also CO two, but like I really just need to like I need like a visual of how it goes from this cardboard syrup box to into the cup like i need like a diagram i need like a youtube video of it i really um, don't know how it works it's a literally in my brain whenever i pour someone their rum and cokes i'm like this is a miracle happening right now like this is a work of god <laughs> i'm jesus <laughs> um i think my without like being the no fun guy who actually answers the question i think the closest thing is like it's probably very similar to how like the soda machines work but it's just in longer oh, form. Fuck, dude. Now you're, now you're like off. Like I didn't even think of soda machines. Yeah, dude. Because soda machines is like have you, you ever, just pour syrup in there and then magically soda comes out. Have you ever seen a soda machine behind a bar? I've watched a million episodes of Bar Rescue, and there's the 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 convenience store soda machines behind the bar. They don't even have a gun, which is preposterous. Yeah, that's you're a crazy person. You, you just, like that's just like I don't know how very low you, brow. That's like very startup of a bar. Is you just you put a gun in. Yeah, exactly. And then you get well liquor, and then you have a bar. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was my question. That that very off the top of my head. I planned to have the segment, but I completely forgot about a, a question. But that's been on my weighing on. My I mind. forgot this segment was a segment we did, and it didn't register in my brain when you said it. So I have nothing prepared. Forget about it. Um, moving on, uh, my other segment that I had was um, I'm gonna save the best for last. That good idea that I came up with last night. Uh, my next one, guilty pleasures. Um, so any guilty pleasures, media wise, like that, we can discuss music, movies, television shows. Big Brother. <clears throat> Bit, yes, I actually that was what mine was too, and so we can talk about Big Brother. Um, I didn't watch I, last night's episode, but I'm caught up in the veto competition on Wednesday. I don't. Or on, I actually don't think Wednesday. I actually I did not see the veto competition. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, Big Brother is a reality TV show where they stick sixteen. <clears throat> no. Is it sixteen like, or twenty? I think it's like twenty. Uh, I, I a even number of of uh, adults. Varying in ages, in locations where they're from, I backgrounds. Put big quotations on the term "adult." Like yeah. Big time air quotes. Some of them are like twenty-one, and they're dumb as fuck. Um, they stick them in a, a, a basically a soundstage house somewhere in California, and uh, they play competitions. And there's head of households who run the house and put up people that they want to evict out of the house, and they uh, drama ensues and dunk. Um, Duncan, is this your first season watching Big Brother? No. No. Good. Uh, is I've this your watched, first this season? Is, no. This is maybe like... I started watching Big Brother like... Actually like freshman year of college. Really? Okay. Because I just started last year, but I think... Yeah, I think this is only my second season. Because Gray like was the one who was like, hey, this. Yeah, also, Sarah like, as well was big like, into the challenge, but I can't do Sarah that. Sarah too. No, I hate that. I don't like the people on the challenge. No. I don't like how there's 
reoccurring like Johnny Bananas is always back yeah, and fucking CT and fuck yeah I don't nah, like no, those guys no, CT you Boston out of here but yeah, Big Boston Brother is like I'm in I was like the other day I was like she was like do you do you want to watch the challenge and I was like you got me hook line and sinker on Big Brother you can get the fuck out of here with the challenge that's a no yeah I know I'm not a big reality TV show. Even like the competitions, like the challenge never grabbed me. Survivor never really grabbed me. But I don't know what it is about Big Brother. I think it's, it's the like idea the isolation. Of being stuck in a house. The isolation of it all is awesome. And yeah. and I've come to the annoying parts that I didn't like, where it was like you have to go into the diary room and talk. And I didn't like Zingbot, and I didn't like uh, Dude, like the idea no. where p- people could Zingbot come back. And I didn't the veto competition episode. Oh, I knew Zing. I know Zingbox this week, so I'm yeah. pumped. Um, I've come to after you know watching it for six years. I am full on board with every aspect of it. Now, this season of Big Brother, this could even be its own segment. Just to talk about Big Brother for a bit. I think we just need who is to talk your, about Big Brother every once in a while. Yeah, who is your favorite and then least favorite character this season? Current, currently still in the house, or period. End of discussion. Period. Over the whole season. Um, my least favorite character, just right off the bat, <clears throat> yep, was Kemi. I fucking hated her. Yeah, Kemi was very just like she just didn't know how to play the game. She, she just she came. Had in, she no goes, desire she's like, I'm... to play the game the way it no. was, like needed to be played, and she was just like a bitch to everybody. Big time. Didn't like Kemi because even she's like, I'm not going to go. I think Jackson was the first head of household. Yeah. And Mickey. And she was just like, I'm not going to go talk to him. I'm not going to play a game. She's like, I'm in it for myself. Like, no, you. that's the you game. You have to go talk game with them. You got to suck the dick of whoever's head of household. Like, <laughs> you, you have to. Like that's in the season. Exactly. Like, first and so weeks. she, I can't even believe she made it even that far. Because everyone was just like, right off the bat, was just like, uh, Kemi is literally the only guest that hasn't come and talked to me so follow up for a person i hate the most is christy fuck fuck christy oh my god is so goddamn annoying she waffles on everything she cries all the fucking time cries about fucking everything talks like a fucking she just has like the stupid new jersey person accent She's New Jersey, but she, like, wants to be from fucking Montana with, like, this earthy, crunchy, like, I manifest everything. And then she, yeah. and then, like, I, I can't believe America wanted to vote me. She was, like, the prank, or, like, the America's, like, road trip where she was just, like, I can't believe that America yeah, wanted America to vote me. me. I was, like, Boo. Oh, my God. I, 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 I couldn't believe I didn't manifest this image in my brain. Like, fuck you, Chris. You cry at everything. No one, you, yes, you play... She plays both sides of the house, and she's just absolutely ridiculous. Just, uh, I, like, I, I don't, she is p- both probably, like, one of the better players of how, obviously, because how far she's made it, and one of the least best players. Yeah. She can't keep her mouth shut, and she's, she literally, the whole show, too, is just to lie to everyone. Yeah. And, like, hold you, like, be, have a face with everyone, and be cordial, and then lie and get away with stuff. She will forget about lies she's made all the time. I think she's just genuinely dumb. Yeah. Um, as far I'm as glad we're on the same favorite. I think it's probably it's got to be somewhere between because it's definitely someone who's still in the house. 
But I yeah, think my my favorite two are still in the house. I think it has to be either Mickey or Tommy, or maybe Nick. I don't. I no. I I used to like Nick. Don't like him anymore. See, I like Mickey. I don't know that Mickey and I would actually be friends, but I just re- he's played like a really fucking good game. Yeah, he has, and has I think, somehow went from being like he was like an outcast, like well, three yeah, or four weeks he, ago, and he went from back to being like head honcho again. He was, yeah, he was the him and he Holly was baby were face. like out. He was baby face for a lot of it. He was a nice guy. Then like news came out that he was like disrespecting like women, not as much as Jack was. Like Sarah is really deep on like the she doesn't watch the lives live feeds. But, like, she follows on Twitter and Facebook and, like, people talk. People who do watch the live feed has been, like, oh, like, he's, like, he's, like, a jerk to, like, women and everything. But Jack, the big Jason Momoa guy, was literally, like, uh, like v- pretty much, like, even you would be, like, he's, that's kind of fucked up. Like, he was, like, ruthless. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Um, but my uh, my least favorite, obviously, like, I had just, you know, conveyed is, is Christy. Fuck her. All the crying. Yeah. My my favorite, it's it's got to be Cliff, the oh, Hog Father, dude. Cliff Hog, yeah, yeah. Cliff Hog, the Hog Father, all the you know the Cliffites out there that fuck. I am fully invested. I want Cliff to fucking win this thing. Yeah. I want him to be the old guy that take. I want him to make like. I either want him would want him to be the last juror in the house, or I want him in like the last the final three that like get voted on and everything. Like I. I he is just awesome, and I do. I Tommy was annoying at the beginning of the season, but he is. He's come. He's emerged as my favorite. Nick, yeah. Nick's gone because Nick's just a rat, basically. Well, and but Tommy, I do love Tommy. So yeah. I like. I feel like Nick is the person. It probably Nick or Tommy would be the person like I would be most likely to hang out with outside of the house. But yeah. I mostly feel bad for Nick because like I feel. He played a certain type of game the whole season, and then he sort of got caught in it a couple times, and then yeah. he sort of fucked up. Like, he should... And he like, got too close to the sun. This isn't a spoiler, but he should have told Holly and Mickey that he was America's prankster this week. Okay. I have yeah, a lot of conviction, th- so I don't know if he goes home. Yeah. yeah. But based on the veto episode... Like he should have just told, been straight up yeah. and like yeah. shaken hands with him because Christy waffled right away on her shit from last week. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So if I do, he had, if I do he think taken over Christy's spot as being like, I will just like hang my hat on your hat rack for these next three weeks until it's the three of us. Then I think he would have been good to go. But yeah. But I love Cliff because I think Cliff is not in it for the five hundred grand. I think Cliff just fucking loves Big Brother. Like, oh my god, dude! Yeah. He was like an the, engineer. The, he's got to be loaded. Yeah, he yes, he, he's he's like an oil. He was like a, on like oil barges yeah, and like dude. tankers and shit. And like he's like he knows everything. I love. I my favorite part about Big Brother besides the like seeing people that I hate go home and like the satisfaction behind that is I love the personal stuff. That's like, they, they don't talk. It's not, they're talking about games secretly behind a room or they're not in a game or they're not crying. It's the personal stuff where they're just like joking around and cliff is always at the center of it. He's at, he's in, he's not even in the diary room and he's just like, it's five in the morning and he's just like talking to the camera, talking to his wife (laughs) and kids or he's dancing. He won the head of household 
that it was a while ago, but he won had a household and it was on like a trivia thing or like turning the boxes true or false. And he won it and all he went, he just went like, yeah. <laughs> and like just total machismo, just like, wait, and like was, fucking, was that the weird um, eviction one? That I do think that was the weird eviction one, but he won the head of household, and it was just like, and like fuck Dude, you, fuck yes, baller. Cliff. You know who shouldn't be um, in the house? Jeff. Jeff uh, has played the worst yeah. game of all time. But she has also the thing that I do like about Tommy is that he's he plays the game very well. That he's in the background a lot of it, and he's basically he there's times where he's literally pushing Christy. <laughs> To take bullets for him, and I love it. There's, well, so, there was my, I won't. Yeah, go ahead. I think one of the weird things about Big Brother is you can play a very good game, and I think Tommy and Jess have done this. You can play both sides of the house, but you have to, you can't be like making game moves while playing both sides of the house. And I think exactly, that, Tommy's that's very the reserved. Nick with that. and Bella made, and a couple other yeah. people have made, which is like. You can play both sides, and that's fine, and that's part of the game. But, like, you can't try to be, like, make, moving and shaking at the same time. Cause then yeah. You no, Tommy, has, Tommy has done the best that, yeah, he's, he's kind of almost in the background. And he's just, like, there's he's towed a fine line that I do think everyone in the house loves Tommy. No one has a gripe against Tommy. No. But the, in seasons past, there's been those characters that, like, literally, he's the baby face of the house. Like, no one... He no, people are aren't going to people are going to trust him. They like him. They want to keep him around, even just off a personal thing. Like I want to keep Tommy because I'm friendly with him. Yeah, there have been people like that in the past that have been absolutely obliterated, like halfway through the halfway through the summer. Yeah, and it's it's hard to watch that. But Tommy has played a very good game. There is one scene, one scene that was the last episode I watched where people are arguing. Christie's obviously involved in it and everything, and. It's probably like Christy and Mickey like fighting back each other in the HOH room. And Tommy just like his name gets thrown and he immediately goes or like someone points to him like you you remember that and he just puts his hand up, puts his two hands up near his face and goes, Oh no no, I remember what it was. It was just like raise your hand if like you like if Mickey's like backstabbed oh, you or he... something. And he go, he goes like he goes, Oh no, 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 I shouldn't be raising my hand. He goes he goes, Oh no, oh no no. It was Taco Tuesday when Chrissy was calling out. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. He's just like, he, he, raise your hand if Nick's backstabbing. He's like, oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> it was so fucking fun. Oh. Me and Sarah were dying laughing at it. Um, but yeah, I this ate up a big chunk of time, but I'm happy because dude, I, think, big, I love Big Brother. Dude, I, we might be able to make it big off of just being a Big Brother podcast. Oh, I fucking love it. But, we would need like a girl added into it. We can just have our girlfriends be guests every once in a while. Yeah. We can have the girlfriend segment. <laughs> but, I yeah, dude, uh, this so is much. definitely going to become a weekly segment. I'm sad yes. we didn't start it earlier. But, yeah. dude, do you watch Celebrity Big Brother? Yes. Because we Fucking can Metal World do Peace. year-round Big Brother coverage. Oh. Metal World Peace last uh, Big Brother was a fucking train wreck and i loved it i love i didn't metal world peace i didn't watch last season we watched yeah. a bit of it but yeah it wasn't as good as normal big brother but all right um we're coming to an end i do want to get one more segment in because i do like this idea um 
this one I want to call Think Like Kanye. Um, Kanye, our Lord and Savior, we talk about him as much as we can. Um, he hasn't been in the news recently um, for like any music or splashes in the big pond. But um, basically, I want to uh, throw out some sort of problem, literally any sort of problem. It could be facetious or real. But the two of us need to think like Kanye, Kanye West, and solve it. So I want to throw out, um, what do I have written down? Um, basically, I'll, probably like a problem I would give like my kids. You are the, the leader of a, a small country and uh, you are running out of resources. You have a big country next to you that is very successful. And really, you just need to ask them for their resources. We are Kanye. We are in the mind of Kanye West. How do we go about this? Um... Right off the bat, Kanye goes dark. Right off the bat, we as Kanye, we do not put it on social media. We yeah, do we not go, tweet yeah, about it. Yeah, 100%. But Kim, we go black. Kim is tweeting about it. Yeah, a little bit. We we make sure that Kim is like taking pictures of us in this other country. Like we're going there. Kim, we will go there. Or Kim is throwing misdirections. Kim is a pawn. Yeah. And then Kim it, Kim takes like an Insta story, and it's like us Kanye like lounging, and we got maybe like a nice glass of Chianti, or like something. Wait, so my question is, like, is it, so we're saying if we were Kanye in present day, yes. this well, no, we have the situation we are in. Yeah. Okay. Like, so we are I the world leaders like, of a small country. To be honest, I'd be like, I'd kind of like get my way in, and then I'd be like, yo, how about I just give you uh, the, what was Kanye's new album supposed to be? I just offer them an, an album early. Yeah. And like, I'd be uh, like, you can have like the, the prototypes of Yeezys. Yeah. That, so that's, that was what I was going to go down. See, we're, we're in secret. We go to the, the, the big country that has all the resources ambassadors. Maybe we need rubber. I don't even fucking know. We need the rubber tree. We bring these and the, the I, I'm assuming that these diplomats are li- like straight laced, like suit tie, no bullshit. And we bring in like a pallet of like 500 Yeezys and we give it to them. And we say all, we will give you all these Yeezys and like a gold bar that Kanye definitely has uh, to them and be like, can we have all your rubber trees so we can have these resources back, back at our country. And then we take a picture of us and these diplomats shaking hand in front of this enormous pallet of like prototype Yeezys and like hopefully for joke's sake Kanye's big smile we as Kanye big smile and the diplomats are very confused on their face why they just received 500 sneakers in terms for this rubber tree and that's what we post on Instagram and the Instagram caption is um for the real ones rubber for all or something some (laughs) some stupid bullshit I love it. And then, and then, like Don, we like we uh, we uh, at Donald Trump in the yeah. Like we tag him in the Insta post. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Dits coming in with twisted tees. Jesus Christ, Dits, be better. Um, this definitely needs to think like Kanye. Definitely needs some workshopping. We definitely yeah. need some like. We need, I'm, we gotta, I'm thinking like we gotta come up with like problems that we can solve. Like fun, I think yeah, we need like to put things. a little more thought into that. Like I was just like, gonna say hurricanes. Oh, that's that. That'll be next week. <laughs> Kanye has Kanye's lead director of of uh, taking out a hurricane. How do we do so? Because there's been a lot of yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of hurricane talk. It's hurricane season. All right. Um, well, we went out like a, like we came in with a wet fart on that segment, but, um, this, uh, this, this episode will probably be thrown up Monday. Yeah. Is that, I was, that Labor Day? I was, I was late last week, but it was because of my travels. Fuck it. Um, and then, uh, hopefully some new albums will, will drop and we'll have some, uh, some reviews to talk about. Um, good luck at work today, Skunky. This is uh, Jackson signing off. Arrivederci. Nancy's. Uh, as always, uh, we pray for the health of our Lord and Savior, Kanye West. Keep it sleazy and I'm out. Put that down. Same one you seen in the classroom, ayy. We was chillin' in the stall, making crowds move, ayy. Young K still posted in the A like a brain. No chain, your boys got will make my neck fucking bang. Hanging on your speaker, banging on your speaker, baby. Need to find a reason to make you believe me, baby. Young Nola, PlayStation controller. Send them just to get them out here, them one of this over. Roll over, your soldier, no coaster. I tore young back whenever the storm is over. Send it back if the Boys wanna feel the clover, no closure, never reply to four orders. My nigga so sculpture, such a short quota. Police pull up on me, boy. I kept that cold shoulder. Cup run it over for a hundred orders. All I got is man, they still want me to fall.